UN, EU and the Human Rights Desk along with the Tibet Museum of the Department of Information and International Relations of the Central Tibetan Administration concluded its 11 days long speaking tour along with an exhibition on Indo-Tibet relations spanning four cities of Kolkata, Siliguri, Darjeeling and Gangtok across the states of West Bengal and Sikkim last month. The officers of the desk, Mr. Tinsi Kunkin and Ms. Lobsangkinzom spoke about the current human rights situation in Tibet and Tibet's significance to India and the world to over 400 plus students and faculty members in these states. In today's episode of In Conversation, I am very happy to have Ms. Lopsanginzom, DIR's Research and Communications Officer, with us to tell us more about the speaking tour. Welcome to our program, Kinzom La. Mandela, thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, to start with, I'd like to ask, uh, the speaking tour and the exhibition was uh, almost uh, for two weeks and uh, you covered major part of North Bengal and Sikkim. And uh, for the past few years, uh, DIR has consi consistently carried out a speaking tour uh, on middle way approach uh, focused on uh, young Tibetans in schools and universities across India. So um, can you tell us uh, how is this tour different and how did it go? Um, the Tibet advocacy section at the DIR engages in Umelam outreach program along with its um, various uh, programs focusing on the UN, EU, uh, Tibet support groups, um, the voluntary Tibet advocacy group and uh, among others. And uh, this, uh, this speaking tour is one of its many outreach initiatives and uh, the last uh, speaking tour happened uh, pre-COVID in 2019, and it happened in uh, Maharashtra and other South Indian states. Uh, this year, we focused on North India, uh, especially you know, Sikkim and West Bengal. We were able to hold uh, four uh, seminars in these uh, four different universities across Sikkim and North uh, West Bengal, and then we were also able to hold a public exhibition in Siliguri. Can you also tell us what was the main objective of this speaking tour and why was it started uh, from the West Bengal uh, and Sikkim? Well, uh, the main objective of this speaking tour is to raise the general awareness uh, about Tibet among uh, Indian students and mass. Uh, even when I was back in college, uh, not many Indian students uh, uh, were informed about Tibet, the country, its uh, ongoing colonization by China and the Tibetan cause. So we want more scholars and students, Indian students and Indian scholars, to talk uh, more about Tibet, research uh, more about Tibet, and uh, write more about Tibet. That's our primary goal. And how do you say the response uh, was from the students and faculties of these universities? Mm -hmm. And if I uh, also ask, uh, what do you make of uh, their understanding of our cause? And uh, also for the students, um, what are the most common or major questions uh, that they ask to you about Tibet? Well, uh, the response uh, that we received so far has been very positive. Uh, the students and faculties, uh, the overwhelming feedback that we received from them was that uh, Tibet needs to be recentered when it comes to discussion about uh, India's security and long-term long stability. Uh, the faculty members uh, and the 
administration of the universities that we talked to were very enthusiastic about continuing this kind of program in future and about uh, their association with the Central Tibetan administration. Um, we were able to talk about uh, the Indo-Tibetan historical ties and the implication of Tibet status on India's present and future. We also got to talk about the current state of human rights situation in Tibet and uh, the Chinese colonial policies in occupied Tibet. The uh, majority of questions uh, that we received were on um, understanding uh, uh, Tibetan government in exile, the middle way approach, and our um, response to China's uh, colonial occupation. Uh, if I may also ask, uh, like just now you mentioned about uh, the topic that you spoke on, um, the significance of Tibet to India, and, and you also explained why Tibet should be the key factor to uh, consider when it comes to India's security concerns, and called it for a call for a reassessment of. India's uh, policy on Tibet. Mm -hmm. And I also like to quote from the report where you have said uh, Tibet, as well as its neighbors, uh, will be gravely affected if the t uh, PRC's government's um, current policies are not challenged. Mm -hmm. Can you please explain more on that? Um, look at the current uh, uh, policies that are being enforced in, uh, in occupied Tibet by China. Uh, you could see that there are using every means and they are making every attempt to eliminate Tibetan, Tibetans as distinct people and Tibet as a nation from the face of the world. Uh, they, uh, you could consider the very sin sinister policy of the colonial boarding school. You could consider the um, uh, attempt to control uh, Tibetan Buddhism and their uh, exporting of the grand narrative and manufactured propaganda on Tibet's history. Now they are trying very hard to uh, erase Tibetan identity and they want to legitimize their colonial occupation of Tibet, which they have failed to do for the last seven decades. Uh, but they are continuing to, uh, continuing to uh, uh, achieve their colonial objectives in Tibet. And while doing so, they are also building massive dams uh, in Tibet, which will have implication on uh, on the downstream countries uh, uh, of uh, downstream countries of Asia, including India, and then there is the issue of militarization of the Tibetan plateau and the um, border aggression that China is uh, China is doing across the Himalayas, including uh, with India, which resulted in the Indo-China War in 1962. Okay, and um, also. Uh since the advocacy on Tibet in Indian schools and colleges uh, have begun in North uh, East India with uh, the, the recently concluded uh, speaking tour. And uh, would you tell us about the uh, next speaking tour that your desks uh, have planned for? Oh, well, the human rights desk of the Tibet advocacy section at the DIR is planning to expand its um, uh, outreach to Indian universities and Indian uh, students in these Indian universities. And we are planning to come up with uh, many such uh, speaking tours in the future. And one last question. Uh, what's the uh, takeaway from this tour? I'm sure this is the first one for you, but I, uh, like you said, you're planning for more. So uh, what can be done better 
if you were to take the next store? Well, uh, we could reach out to more Indian universities because once we uh, go to the um, region, it would be better if we could reach out to more Indian universities and more students. Uh, so the next uh, tour, if we could do reach out to more universities, uh, that would be a good start. And I think this kind of tour is very important because uh, even the Indian students and scholars, they they were like the professors were like, we need uh, this uh, such uh, programs more. We need um, more of such programs in the future because they are they also want to know about Tibet, they want to learn more about Tibet and they are very curious as to um, Tibet's uh, ongoing situation and I think we should um, do more such um, programs in the future. So Kinzumla, these are my questions. Thank you so much for coming to our program today and it was lovely talking to you. Thank you, Pandila. Uh, with this, we have come to the end of today's episode of In Conversation with Tibet TV. See you all in the next episode. <laughs>